This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello there and welcome back to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, we are back here again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian, the one and only. How you doing, man? Good, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. And today, we wanted to talk about how to actually get your money to Italy, how to make the payment to be able to make sure that you can get into your property in Italy, make sure that all of the money has been properly transferred. And so, Marco, let's just get started and jump right into this. That uh, What is it that when you are working with your clientele, how do they get their money? What do you advise them to do to be able to make sure that their money can get safely from their country of origin to Italy? Let me start by saying that you don't necessarily have to have an Italian bank account to complete the purchase of your property. I mean, it may be easier if you have one and it definitely could be much easier for you to pay utility bills and um, taxes if you set up one after the purchase but you don't necessarily need a bank account to complete the purchase most of our clients they send the money from their u.s bank account so it's possible to go to your bank in the US and ask your bank to uh, execute an international bank transfer. Of course, conversion fees will apply. Um, so it will depend on what, what are the terms uh, applied by your bank when it comes to converting dollars into euros. Uh, but that's something that you can absolutely do. And what your bank will need is the recipient information so the iban number which would be the equivalent of the u.s routing number uh, the iban number is a system that is used in the whole european union and normally it starts with uh, two letters which indicate the country uh, in which the bank account is located for example for for italy that would be it and then it's a very long number which could be divided into you know groups of digits so there is a group of digits that in, that refers to the the actual bank account number and then there's another group of digits that uh identifies the bank and so on so the iban number includes a lot of information um and like i said it's a very long one so that that is what your bank in america will need to execute the international wire transfer along with the recipient's swift number or code which basically is what's necessary to identify the bank of the recipient when it comes to international wire transfers so you will need that too and then your bank may also require the recipient's address or uh, the bank name or the bank's address but that will depend on uh, what your bank uh, requires and in most cases you know it's it's possible to also execute uh, wire transfers international wire transfers from your uh, online banking i mean for sure with the um, major u.s banks but um, who do you send the money to i mean you would have to send the money you would think to the seller but 
to most of our clients, we suggest to send the money to the notary, who is a public official in Italy. We talked about that several times, so it's very secure to send the funds to the notary, who in this case will operate as an escrow agent, or even if we don't have the escrow contract in Italy. But the notary in this case, with his or her dedicated bank account, will operate as an escrow agent and will basically release the funds to the seller only upon completion of the transaction. So your money is secure until the transaction completes and until you become legally the owner of the property. And it's normally never advisable to send the entire sum of money to the seller because you know once the seller has the money that will be prior to the closing so it's for obvious reasons not advisable if possible um it's okay to send in some cases we said we can recommend in some cases to our clients to send maybe the deposit so a small portion of uh, the the purchase price directly to the seller but the remainder is normally better and safer to um, send to the notary and the notary will have an italian bank account of course because the notary is located in italy but what happens if your bank applies uh, very high conversion rates or maybe very high fees for the international transactions well there are several websites that you could use to save some money uh, one of these websites is wise.com formerly known as uh, transferwise.com which several of our clients use uh, it's a system that is specifically that was specifically created uh, to facilitate international transactions and to make them less expensive so uh, one way to go if you want to save some money some bank fees could be to use uh, a website like wise.com that are more out there of course yeah and i can say that i know from personal experience as well as a lot of people i know around the world use wise um this is not sponsored of course by wise.com but i i've seen it personally as a very interesting option to consider especially when converting between um, different currencies you can hold different currencies even though it's not a bank account per se it can function like one um, and then even you can get a debit card. So I know plenty of people who live in different countries, um, especially students, for example, their parents will send them money in one currency and it goes into the account. Uh, and then they just have the money that they're avail- that's available to them to be able to spend. They don't have to think about it so much. And um, even sometimes the money can be available immediately depending on the form of payment. Uh, and then even for international transfers, which can sometimes take a few days, uh, even within Europe, depending on how you send it, there are transfers, ways to transfer into accounts where it can be within just a matter of seconds, even from one part of the world to another, which is really crazy to think about. But one thing that I think is going to be on the minds of a lot of people is paying by check. I mean, I know in Italy in general, it's not so common to see checks anymore, but is this an option for somebody who may be interested in that? Checks were probably a little bit more popular in Italy um, a while ago. And I know that in America, they're still very popular. So a lot of people use personal checks, certified checks to uh, pay 
the thing is, while it's possible to deposit a check into a foreign bank account, so an American check to be deposited in an Italian bank account, it's highly difficult to purchase a home in Italy by using a US check. That's because you know the seller will want, want to be paid uh, via certified check. So normally personal checks are not acceptable by the sellers for obvious reasons. You know, the risk would be that there's no money in the account right. and, you know, they're not paid. So uh, they will want to be paid by certified check. But the problem is it's not an Italian certified check. So the seller may not be okay with that specific situation. So ultimately, you don't really see transactions uh, where the seller is paid through a, a US check. It's possible, though, to open an Italian bank account uh, in Italy and then use a certified check, but an Italian certified check. Mm -hmm. That's totally acceptable. And a lot of people that carry out transactions in Italy, so Italians that sell to other Italians, they pay through a certified check, not a personal check, but a certified check. So if you are able to open an Italian bank account, you can then get a certified check from the bank and pay via a check at the closing. So you would basically give the check to the seller at the time of the closing and we talked about the closing in italy which happens in the office of the italian notary because the italian notary needs to certify the transaction so when you are in front of the notary you normally hand a check to the notary which is to cover uh, his fees and then you hand a check to the seller which is the price for the home that you're buying now when it comes to opening an italian bank account just keep in mind that you have to be present in Italy so they don't open any more bank accounts to people that are not present in Italy. The vast majority of the banks, probably all of them, will not do that. So you have to be physically present. You don't have to be a resident in Italy. Some banks will open bank accounts only to people that are legally residing in Italy. So it's not possible if you're here for vacation or just to purchase a home, you will have to have a residency permit. But the major banks in Italy will be able to open bank accounts for foreigners who are non-Italian citizens and non-Italian residents. Uh, just make sure you go to a major bank. That's going to be easier. Um, so it would be probably better to just go to Italy before uh, the closing to open an Italian bank account if, if that's what you want to do and then transfer the funds from a, your American bank account to your Italian bank account and then get a certified check from your Italian bank. It's interesting. So just in the case of when you're working with your clients, say, for example, I know you do have clients that don't want to come to Italy. They just want to buy uh, from the, the services that you've offered, such as um, the photos and video tours or whatever it needs to be to for that person to be able to see the property during your inspections that you do. What would it look like in that type of situation for somebody who maybe doesn't want to come to Italy? Um, would they transfer to you? Would they transfer to the, 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 the notary? Or what would you recommend in that situation? I mean, I'm assuming that even if they wanted to open up their, their own bank account, that transfer-wise, again, would be um, the method that would probably be the easiest and least expensive. But 
where would that money go or where should that money go in that situation that somebody doesn't want to make that trip beforehand? In that situation, normally what we do is we work with notaries who have an escrow account or a dedicated account that uh, they use uh, in situations where foreigners are involved. So foreigners uh, feel, you know, extra protected uh, when sending money to Italy because that money will be kept by the notary who is a public official. And um, so that's what most of our clients do. They happen to, maybe they will send the deposit directly to the seller, but the final amount, the remainder, um, so the remaining sum of money will normally be sent to the notary. And that's, of course, something that we facilitate for our clients. Interesting. And then earlier, you also mentioned about paying bills in Italy. We've briefly touched on this in the past, but what do you recommend normally to your clients um, who are going to have to have those utility bills that come up? I know there are a few different ways that, can, that the payment can be carried out in Italy, depending on the company. So after you purchase your property, you will have to set up utility bills, which is, of course, a service that we offer at ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com for our clients. Uh, while it's possible to pay the Italian utility bills, even if you don't have an Italian bank account, there are several ways. You know, you could just pay by credit card if the provider allows you to do that, or you can maybe send the funds to somebody else who takes care of the payment. But when it comes to utility bills, it's much easier to have an Italian bank account. You can just you know connect the account to the your profile with the provider. Uh, like the electricity company will allow you to connect your bank account directly to them and then they will just take the money from your account to pay the bills. So that's much easier. Uh, you don't have to worry about you know the monthly payments. You don't have to execute the payments yourself. You can just set up an auto payment and that will take care of everything. But to do so, you need to have an Italian bank account, which is normally what most of our clients do. Not everybody, but uh, most of the clients that we have after we have completed the purchase for them on their behalf, you know, the first time that they go to Italy to enjoy their new home, they will set up an Italian bank account with our help. And then we will help, uh, you know, set up the auto payments. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I think that that really works to have that. I mean, I know in my situation, I've had a couple different ways of getting payments set up, um, the direct debit auto pay. Uh, I mean, even for internet from from some some providers to make sure that you can get a contract, and especially for the the special offers, the the most special offers, um, the best pricing will be if you have um, a bank account with the possibility for direct debit set up uh, with an Italian bank account, because they won't want to deal with a bank from a, another European country. For even just to, just as an example, even though technically they're supposed to, whatever, it gets into a whole different legal discussion there about how banking works in the European Union. But um, even I remember there was one um, electric company that I dealt with for a while where they had three different options. You could have the direct debit or you could do uh, um, uh, with a debit card through their system or you could do a debit card through uh, PayPal. Or I think don't in Italy you also have there's another system um, that you pay at the tobacco store, the Bolettino Postale or something like that, or even to pay at the uh, the post office. Yes, exactly. That's probably the 
most time consuming option because it involves going to the um, you know store to pay so you you have right. to physically go there with the bill and pay but that's possible and that's what a lot of people in Italy still do yeah I remember having to go because I remember getting it uh, the first time and I was like I have to go to the post office for this bill what are you kidding me no it's going to be forever then I ended up realizing you could go to the tobacco store then I ended up realizing oh wait you can set up all these other more modern convenient ways of paying these bills but what about when dealing with a rental how would that differ from purchasing a property or do things look pretty similar when trying to get your money to the owner so the same rules basically apply you can potentially pay the owner um, directly from your u.s bank account the thing is because we're talking about monthly payments and because you are probably residing in italy if you have a rental property uh, it's much easier to set up an Italian bank account. Um, first of all, because if you were to pay from your U.S. bank, you most likely cannot set up uh, some auto payments or recurring payments um, from your bank account to, to the Italian bank account of the owner because you know there are bank accounts located in two different nations. So it's very likely that your American bank account will, will not allow that. Also, you would have to worry about exchange rates because the thing is, you would have uh, some banks in america they allow you to convert the money and then send it to the recipient but some banks will just you know take the money and convert it while the money is being transferred so it's possible that the owner will not receive the exact amount maybe will receive more or maybe slightly less than what is owed and that would of course cause problems but i believe the um most important benefit of having an Italian bank account is that you can just set up recurring payments uh, at a certain point in the month. The money will go out from your account and will just be transferred to the um, landlord's bank account. So it's much easier to set up monthly recurring payments. Uh, and that's what most people do in Italy when it comes to paying the rent. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great point there. And I know with some of the banks, they even have online banking that you can do in English. Maybe some of the translations of things won't be perfect, but um, having to deal with that and get through and set that up can be possible. Or depending on your bank, maybe you can get one of the tellers to help you with it. Or even there's some banks now that they're trying to actually move away from teller services and you do it yourself kind of thing. <laughs> but Monaco, I think this has been a great episode where you've shared a lot and helped to clarify how these things work. But of course, if anybody is needing help throughout the process and to help to find their home that they're going to purchase in Italy, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italianrealestatelawyers.com or give us a call the numbers on the website fantastic of course also if you're interested in more content like this about italian real estate moving to italy buying property renting property and also learning more about where in italy might be worth looking at be sure that you are subscribed to this podcast both on youtube as well as the audio only version but of course if you're subscribed to the youtube channel that means you're also automatically subscribed to the italian citizenship podcast another project that marco and i also work on where we talk about actually being able to legally stay in italy become a citizen reside in italy of course all the little nitty-gritty details that have to do with making your home in italy from the legal perspective <laughs> 
But of course, thank you so much, Marco, for making yourself available. I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there. Of course, this has been the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. See you all next time. Later. Thank you.